Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, the podcast where I show you how the practice of inner kindness changes everything. Through the conversations here, I'll teach you how to turn that harsh, critical, and even hurtful inner voice into one that is kind, supportive, and healing. I'm Pete Sibley, the self-kindness coach, and I am so glad you're here. Hello, hello, and welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley, and excited to jump in today on this topic. I have a couple notes in front of me, but really, I'm going to be talking from the heart on this one, because this one definitely is something that I live, I live it each day. Um, you know, my coaches, my and all the people who have helped me over the years, um, this is, they pointed out to me, but because it's been my journey, and just like this idea of self-kindness and self-love, self-compassion has been my journey, I know it intimately. I mean, I know this stuff, so let's get into it. Holding yourself back for other people, stop it. Let's end that practice, uh, because it does two things. One, it holds you back. It keeps you playing small. It keeps you in perfectionism. It keeps you in people-pleasing. And it doesn't serve other people, not the way that we think it's going to serve other people. We are under this impression that somehow, and like us being all of us, us being fully us, hurts the other person. It intimidates the other people. It makes the other people feel uncomfortable. And it, you know, it kind of like it rattles them. And so I want to say this podcast is a direct, you know, affront to that idea. It's just not true. And, you know, that comes from the truth that we cannot affect another person's perception of us. We think we can. We think we have that power. Everybody believes they have that that power, that somehow what they do, who they are, affects the opinion of the other person. And even if you do adhere to that, what I want to give to you in this podcast is that if somebody comes back at you and they admire you and they respect you and they, I don't know, approve of you, but you haven't been your honest self, you are not going to totally believe it and you're always going to feel like you're not enough or that that love, that approval, that respect is based on an untruth. That's why this is so important, and that is why this is part of a self-kindness, self-compassion, self-love conversation. This is why people come to me at, you know, maybe the midlife crisis moment in their life, and they're like, I've been doing it all the way that, I, you know, I'm supposed to do it, but I feel totally lost. Like, I don't know who I am. Like, I, 
I, I want to rediscover who I am, Pete. Like, where the hell did I go? Like, I've got the things. Like, I've solved for this kind of quote-unquote life, uh, you know, the career track, the kids, the how. Like, I solved for that, and yet I feel almost more loss in this moment. This existential feeling in me is not one of a deep, honest grounding and connection. So I want to invite you to make space for that in your life. I want to challenge you to make that your top priority for, from now until ever. Because here's what happens. When you build your life based upon that level of inner integrity, of self-trust, of self-compassion, it's like you can't be rattled from that space. So you being you intimidates other people. I might have talked about this on other podcasts, but I you know, remember vividly time after time in my life growing up where I held myself back because I was under the assumption, I was, felt like it was taught and ingrained in me that me being all of my light is intimidating to other people. It's like, you know, hey, Pete, some people just, like, sports don't come as easy to them as they do to you. Or, you know, Pete, like, some people, like, it's, it, you're, you know, your brothers or your dad, like, have a more challenging time with these subjects in school than you do. Or, you know, Pete, like, your musical ability, like, not a lot of people like are able to just do that like they need to work towards it so again and again the lesson was like pete you have these gifts but you know yeah like be like mindful of of those gifts and i think like somehow we get this idea that like our gifts are kind of like i don't know like electricity and if we up the wattage too much, we're going to like fry out the other people. But let's check that out. It, you know, aside from what you have told yourself in your life, flip it around and look at the people around you who have not hidden their gifts and who have spent a lifetime um, honing their skills and developing those gifts and making those allowing those gifts to shine even brighter in the world you know i think of sports i'm a big sports fan i love like just being blown away by what some of these athletes can do with a human body it's mind-blowing how high they can jump you know dunking these balls like hitting home runs out of the park like swimming faster than human beings have ever swum like doing these backflips and like you know i played a little bit of tennis recently with my son and i'm just i can't imagine what some of these athletes are able to do and that doesn't piss me off i mean part of me is like you know boy that would have been a really cool life to have lived but that's another thing. That's for me to look at. That little bit of resentment, if that shows up in you around somebody else who is just doing amazing in their life, 
Well, that's for us to take a look at. And it is a result of living this truth that you're like, wait, I didn't shine all the way because I was told that could hurt somebody else. I didn't, you know, express my truth because it was made apparent to me that me expressing my truth hurts other people. And if other people are hurt, that's my fault. Not that what is really going on, which is me speaking my truth and other people being hurt, is other people and their thoughts and beliefs and emotions. And that doesn't mean you can't be available for somebody who is reacting to something uh, maybe that you said or did, and they're saying to you, like, well, that, that hurt me, that truth hurt me. When it comes from that space of inner trust, inner compassion, and being grounded so deeply in, like, the unshakable validation and love that you have for yourself, you're going to show up to that person because you want to know, did I say something? Was that, like, something that I can take a look at in me? Like, you want to know that when you're coming from that level of integrity. So that is how you continue to grow. You don't stop yourself ahead of time out of fear. You live and then know, you know that any problem that comes up, you can solve. You can bring that degree of integrity. So... That is really why it's such an important and essential aspect of the coaching that I do with, uh, you know, all, all my clients and what I continue to do with myself. This is what we do. We grow real time. What does it mean to be self-validating? We understand and see the cause of, and effect of how to do real deal in your life, self-love like the self-love that I'm talking about. It doesn't look like you sitting in some, I don't know, some fancy Zen retreat place up in, you know, Marin, California. I mean, it could. That's a gorgeous place to sit. But it's not like you just dwell in this spot of kind of like removed from the world. It's the opposite. You're more in the world, more in the world of even in your own life of the thoughts and emotions that are coming up. You don't, you're not afraid of, you're willing to sit in what comes up. Because often the reason why we don't continue to grow this part of us is because it ultimately is pointing towards some of the big whammies of emotions. And that is shame embarrassment, guilt. A lot of the coaching that I do is about understanding how to be with those emotions. Those were emotions and are emotions that I continue to grow a relationship with. And what is so radical about a self-compassion, an inner grace and loving practice is that you develop like these relationships with 
uh, emotions like embarrassment and shame and guilt that were totally unforeseeable before you started the practice. It's about loving the, you know, the humanness that you are. And it's about having a conversation with those emotions. You know, it's understanding those emotions, having compassion for those parts of us that come up and having a conversation with them. And doing that is where the shift happens. That is the how when people ask me, well, you know, how do you do this thing, self-love? How do you live out of a space where you uh, advocate for yourself? Like, that is how. By developing a belief in a relationship in you that, uh, you know, you really believe that you are willing to do the work of self-validation of self-compassion. So we notice that when this comes up, when you see this in your life, you can use the tools of understanding like what the thoughts are going on in your own mind, what the feelings are inside of you, And if you really want to make a shift, you will be open to having a conversation. It's very similar to, you know, as a parent or as somebody in a relationship or even, you know, having a a hard conversation with a colleague or a boss. It's like those conversations when you go in with the level of integrity of like this may not be and feel really comfy, but I, you know, I really believe that this is what is necessary. When you go in with that willingness, and that includes a willingness to show up as a human, my friend, that's a space where you could make a big mistake. You could say, the, you know, there isn't a wrong thing, but you could say something that, you know, you're going to have to check out after the fact. What usually ends up happening after those conversations is a, like, a degree of you either, you know, the relationship grows and blossoms or the relationship is allowed to, you know, to be let go. Recently, my wife and I had a conversation with uh, my daughter, who's 14 now. And it was a conversation around devices and staying up late and talking with friends on FaceTime and, you know, putting like, like texts and things like that. She's not on anything social yet. But it was, uh, you know, it was kind of the conversation when I was going into it that as a parent, I'm like, ugh. I just wish we could, you know, not have this conversation because really what I knew is that it was going to be asking me to step into the next level. Yeah, there was going to be some uncomfortable with my daughter, but I needed to up-level as a parent. And what did that look like? Well, it meant looking like willing to continue to 
show and express and really live that I trust her, that I want to continue to teach her how to be a beautiful, sovereign, uh, you know, high integrity human being. And that means letting go of control, my friends. That is part of why we hold ourselves back because we want to control other people. And we just can't, even though like we would love to, and even though we know that we our opinions and you know, if people just followed what we thought and think they should do, like their lives would be way better. We can't control the other humans. So after having this conversation and there were tears and you know, we stumbled. It's like riding a bike sometimes and you know, you're you're gonna get it and then you're gonna kind of be wobbly. And at the end of it, afterwards, such a new connection that's blossoming between me and my daughter. I don't know if it's happening with my wife, but a degree of, you know, the best I can feel like there's a lightness, there's a willingness that I see that she's willing to let me, you know, see her. And I believe it's all from that, uh, you know, not holding me back and not, um, not speaking my truth because somehow it was going to hurt, thinking that it would hurt her or that it would intimidate her or that it would rattle her. What I actually see is the exact opposite. I see a stronger teenager and what I notice is that each time I do that, and shortly after we had the same conversation with my 11-year-old son, and he actually lost his device because of uh, his actions. But the same thing afterwards, he, you know, wanted to spend more time around me. He want it's like it's the the complete opposite. So. How do you do that in your life, my friend? How do you make this your living practice? Well, one way is to get coaching on it. I am a huge fan of life coaching. I just hired another coach of mine one-on-one that I'm starting to work with for the next six months. And every time I do it, I get a couple of the similar reactions. One is this excitement. My heart is just bursting open with possibilities. And then the self-doubt is there. Like, is this really going to do what I wanted to do? And then the fear is like, oh my shit, like I'm also investing money and time into this and it better, you know, all of that stuff comes up. And that's how in my life, that's how that is actually showing me that I am willing to take these steps in my life. I am willing to show up. I am willing to continue to learn how to do this. And I don't learn it by thinking about it. I learn by stepping into it, by living into it, by then going back and being willing to be with my emotions, to notice my thoughts, and to find new thoughts that are going to 
continue to serve and build me and grow me, grow this capacity for this human being, Pete, who is so proud of himself, who is living from a space of self-love and self-compassion, who wants to be a light and a champion in the world. And I want to teach you how to do that. There are desires written on your heart. It's not a mistake that you want to express them in the world. So stop holding yourself back. Learn these tools. And if you want to work with me, I am taking on new clients for my newest coaching program that I've been talking about, which is the next best version of you. So go down to the show notes and click on the link to set up your free consultation and let's talk about you filling one of the few remaining slots that I have open because this is the work this is our purpose this is how we express our passion into the world all right my friends I love you go out there stop holding yourself back for the sake of other people other people are going to thank you for it and have a fabulous week love you love you